You know what, Sam? What? It's all coming down to game number 82. Yes, it is. Coming to you from the heart of Kane's country, this is the Kaniac Report. Your number one source for everything Carolina Hurricanes, hot takes, predictions, game analysis, and NHL news. And now your hosts, Sam Wallace and All Sam right, we Driscoll. Are back with another episode of the Kaniac Report. It's part of just our little mini-series, as you would say, Sam, of um, countdown to the playoffs. So this is the review for the Detroit game. And this is going to be a lot more of a pleasant review because the Hurricanes won, which is great. But we will be mentioning a little bit of the Devils game um, as we talk along with the Detroit game because New Jersey did win, unfortunately. Sadly, yes. But it was a good game tonight. The offense scored, Sam. Yes, the offense did score. Yes, I was really happy. And they were able to get four goals. And you know what line was out there for a goal? KK. And Stasny. And yes, yes, you love Stasny. We all know that, don't we? Yeah. Stepan should never play again. Not not for the Hurricanes. Unless barring injury, no Stepan. No I was about to say, if, no if it's Stepan. injury, I think Stepan is a good depth guy. But Stasny just brings more offense. Um and if you look at face-off percentages, Stasny has 58% and Stepan has 54 mm-hmm. Now, I mean, maybe that can be a little bit deceiving because of the amount of face-offs taken. I would think Stasny probably takes a little bit more face-offs than Stepan, but still, Stasny's probably the better face-off man. Yeah, I mean, Stasny's also got the experience. The, and In my opinion, he's just the better player. And he knows how to win more than I would think Stepan. Yeah, I mean... I mean, Stepan, I mean, he played with a very good Rangers team. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, But I think Stasny's experience is a little bit... might be a little bit more richer and is a little bit more consistent. Yeah, and I... his career. I think that Stasny needs to stay in the lineup for sure because he's got the experience in all facets of the game. His stats are better in almost every facet, too, if not every facet. So, um... I'm very happy the Hurricanes won. The offense scored. I mean, everything you needed this game to be it was. Rob Brandon called out the team last night, right? He called, and I was he happy. Them out. I was happy he called them out. Yes, it needed to be done. He needed to call them out. He does not do it often, but he said no. He said people who need to show up didn't show up. They didn't play well. They were in quicksand. These are just some of his what he said. Um, that was needed. Like he needed to call out his team, and they responded tonight. They played a lot better, but I still didn't think they played the game that we all know they could. I mean, first period they came out. I thought that was their best play throughout the whole game. Actually, was the first five or ten minutes in the first period, but obviously after the Martinuk penalty. Seems like Detroit kind of took over, and they're given a lots of chances late in that first period. But I think Carolina was able to lock it down in the second and third period a little bit better than in the first. Yeah, and but that's what you needed. You needed you needed a game where your offense could feel better about themselves. And KK has been fantastic, so it was good to see him continue to contribute. Um, I still feel like. Ooh. 
when it comes to Aho, I feel like we're still not getting what we need yet. Although he played a lot better. He was a he lot did. more noticeable. I thought Jarvis played a pretty good game. Yeah, no, game. Well, I thought the line was fine tonight against a team like Detroit that's missing their best player. Yeah. I feel like the Ajo line played good. I like played fine. I, I would have liked to have seen Ajo definitely bury that one chance he had where the goal horn where the goal light kind of went off. Yeah. It wasn't even close. But I I mean to, to the goal line, but I feel like he should have put that in the net. But um, either way, I do. I did like that line tonight better than last night. Last night they were abysmal. Tonight they were a lot better. Yes, they were. And like you mentioned, is that their best player, Dylan Dylan Larkin, didn't play. But it turns out it was a lot more than just Dylan Larkin. I think Andrew Cop didn't play. Cop was there. I saw him. Oh, he, he was. He, he did play. I saw him. Okay. The, the, he. I, I remembered specifically him. Right before one of the face-offs, the camera angle was on. Okay, directed at so he did play. I did not know that. But Larkin, their best player, didn't play. That deflates Detroit quite a bit because yeah. he is just a very good player overall. Yeah, no, they needed him. Um, but overall, I I liked what we had tonight. I liked the... Who do you think was the best line? Mine was the KK line. I thought the KK line was the best line. And then the stall line. I I I really like the KK line too. I I thought honestly our best lines tonight. I I don't think any line played poorly, but I think our our best line KK line second stall third Stasny and fourth Aho line. But they all played well. So not you know not to they they played with more urgency, which is what Brendan Moore wanted. There was no urgency in the Ottawa. No, game. and now because I mean, and they're in this situation one, and you can look at it two ways. They are in the driver's seat because of how good they played, but they don't have the division because they didn't play good enough down the stretch. Because that's those both of these statements can be true together, right? You can tell, you can say, yes, Carolina has not played good enough, but yes, Carolina has the ability to take over a game and win it in a dominant fashion. That's what they've done all season. That's why they're number two in the National Hockey League right now. Yes, definitely. Another part that I actually want to point out that I thought was really good on the back end was Shane Gossespierre. I thought he really elevated his game. He made some desperate plays. Uh, Very good desperate plays to both keep the puck in quite a few times and I think a couple of defensive plays. I think mostly it was him just... His amazing ability of keeping the puck in. Yeah, Goss Despair has been excellent. I mean, just... I have nothing negative to say about Goss Despair. The biggest tournament in college basketball is underway, and the action is just getting started on DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, combine multiple bets for a shot that's an even bigger payout. DraftKings will be featuring parlays and odd boosts all tournament long, so be sure to check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day to see what they have in store. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with the code THPN. Right now, new customers can bet $5 on any pregame Moneyline bets and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Yes. Uh, So, I mean, first period, it's... 
it's really good. You have Nason scoring, Martinuk scoring two nothing already for the Hurricanes. That's great. KK gets an assist on the Nason goal, and so does Gossespair. Do uh, players that we mentioned, in, in fact, that whole KK line was great. And then the stall line showed how good they were with Martin Nook scoring from Shea and Faust. Uh, that was just a really good pass from Shea. Uh, Martin Nook, all, all Martin Nook needed to do was to just put it in the empty net. And it was. And Delkovich, who was the goalie for Detroit, he was way out of his net. Martin Nook had an open net to shoot and he got it yeah. that was more of a even great... martino can make him <laughs> the <Yeah>. empty net <laughs> I, yeah i know um and paul jarvie is still struggling to find a I, I firmly believe once he gets one it's gonna just keep it's, they're gonna start to go in for him let's hope but i thought that was more of a great pass from shay to martino than yeah. the goal was it was just an excellent cross the ice and pass. it just shows that shay's having a career year Yes, and I think he's really trying to um, up his offense ever since Svetch got injured. Yeah. Now, I think sometimes... He also wants to get paid in a couple years. Yeah. Now, sometimes I think that can hurt the Canes a bit because there are some times where I have seen both Pesci and um, Shea uh, pinch a little bit too much to where there might be a two-on-one or um, there might be a huge rush. I know uh, when Robert Heck scored to make a two to one, Shea um, and Pesci kind of um, mismanaged what was going on out on the ice there. But I mean, two to one, you're still winning. And then Burns, he kind of um, sealed it, I would say, for Carolina. Once it was three to one, I think all Canes fans knew that. And also, just by the way they play, they play more desperately. Us Canes fans knew they were not going to blow this. Yeah, and, and they locked it down in the third. And Ronta was playing unbelievable again, again. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, can, can, did you think at the beginning of the season that Auntie Ronta would be the guy? Because I I didn't. No, I didn't either. I, I thought, thought it was going to be Anderson. I thought it would be Anderson, and I thought, you know, at some point in the season, Kochetkov might take the net. Because Kochetkov was, like, just dynamite during that stretch in January, and I believe a little bit into February, maybe. But it's been a, it's been a journey for us fans when it comes to trying to find who the goalie is going to be, and it, it has to be Ronta. And I agree with what you tweeted out, Sam. Like, I disagree with Mike and Tripp and the fact that you need a tandem heading into the playoffs. Ronta needs to be your guy. I, I agree with the sentiment that it's okay to have a tandem in the playoffs. I'm not opposed to that thought by any stretch. From an injury standpoint. Yeah, and I think those two goalies in the past, a tandem, I think last year, may you know, if, Ron, if Anderson was healthy, may have been a good idea. But... You have to just look at it, right? Look, we also tweeted out today that we are 100% behind Corey Lavillette, Walt Ruff, uh, Adam Gold, and that stows for Tripp and Mike. So when we're saying we disagree, it's in a very respectful way. I love Tripp and I love Mike to death. I think they're some of the classiest and best people in the world. We've met them, met Tripp a couple times, met Mike once. They're great people, and I, I agree with them a lot more than I don't. But I do not agree here 
I don't feel comfortable with Anderson. I would not start Anderson Thursday. I don't think you can justify that. You might, oh, well, you know, and Ronta played today. He did, but did you see how he played? You start Ronta because he's going to get Friday, Saturday, Sunday, possibly Monday off. Yeah, I, I agree with you. You start Ronta on Thursday. Um, it's a game you have to win, and you feel more comfortable with Ronta and Ned. I mean, I think that's a fair statement. I think the team plays better in front of Ronta right now, and Ronta plays better than Anderson when the team doesn't play good in front of him for whatever reason. Yes. Now, the ultimate thing, and I remember Adam Gold saying this, I think, on one of his episodes, is the most important thing heading into playoffs is playing well. Yeah. Um, I strongly believe that, and, but I also believe that if you, if you really do want to win your division, then you have to win against, against Thursday. Yeah. Now, there is no easy team no. that you're going to verse in the playoffs. I'm not saying Florida is e- easier no. than the Rangers are. I think Florida has just a, the amount of firepower. And you have to look at this game, Rangers. and you have to look at this Florida game as a, oh, boy, this could be the team we play in the playoffs. This, that might be a game where you're like, okay, <laughs> could be who we play against. You have to view it as a playoff game. Yes. Do you want to go into a series with Florida getting spanked six to one? No. That's not going to make you feel good about yourself. Do you get to open at home? Yeah, you do. No matter who we play, we're opening at home, whether it is the Rangers or the Islanders or the Penguins or the um, Panthers. You open at home. We have home ice. Yes. And and that was another thing, too, that we accomplished by winning tonight is you were able to get home ice advantage. Shout out to, as a reference to, to another Hurricanes podcast called Home Life Advantage. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, you've got, you've got yourself Home Life, which is, de- which is essential for the Carolina Hurricanes. Essential. So now it's um, time to, to really buckle down and understand it's time. You need to ice your first, you need to ice on Thursday your starting lineup for game one. You do. And it one, it should not include step on. If step on starts, I will be dumbfounded and confused. Um, you start the roster that won you a game. Stasny's in that lineup. You start the roster that won you the game. That's Ronta. And to be clear, this is a game you have to win. You can't just go into overtime and lose because New Jersey has a tie break. Yep. You have to win. Doesn't matter if you win in regulation. It doesn't matter if you win in overtime. You just have to win the game. Don't care how, don't care in what fashion, just get the W because then it doesn't matter. Now, granted, if New Jersey's getting spanked and that game is over, then yeah, maybe start to draw back on your on your lines and who's playing because it won't matter. Yeah, but let's not forget, and you've mentioned this multiple times, Hurricanes have control of their fate. Because of how good they've been all season. So one my thought, do I think the Hurricanes can make a deep run in the playoffs? They haven't shown me they can do that yet, so I don't believe they will. But this team is also where they are because of how good they played. Without Aho and Slavin for 
what was it, about 15 games, about combined 15 games. So once one was out for about six or seven, the other one was out for about six or yeah. seven. Yeah, and listen, I wouldn't be surprised if we went on a deep playoff run. It's just there's a lot of recency bias there because – and the thing is, like, this is a tough schedule yeah. that the Hurricanes are on. It is brutal. Due to the fact that you are are already down Svetch and Pacioretty, yeah. it's tough on these players. I get that. Um, it's just the reason why I why you and I have concerns is because of how long this stretch has been going for. We under I, listen. There is no team other than Boston this season. Even Colorado had it. That where because of the 82 game season, you can be perfect throughout all of it. There's always going to be just those rough patches. Yeah, yeah except but again, for Boston. But again, these patches are more like around 10 games. This and, has been going on for over probably 20. And, so that just yeah. leaves it leaves it leaves fans concerned, which I I understand. At least fans concerned. For sure. And I think, I, I do think Stahl was right. You know, that adversity or Trip, maybe it was Trip. Trip, I think, was right when he talked about adversity, how it can be good for your team. Oh, I do too. Maybe this long, really long stretch of, of suffering and struggling over the last 20 games or so might benefit the team in the long run. They know what they need to do. They need to take this game today, apply it. To how and, and do a little bit better because it's against Florida, so you got to be a little bit better. Trust your goalie. Ronta will make your saves. He will. He may have liked to have one back today, but well, he only let in one goal. Yeah, that's so, pretty good. If if you let Ronta, in just one, I mean, good. If you let in one bad goal, and that's the only goal you let in the whole game, I can't harp on you. Yes, and also, I mean, another th- reason why we won is that the Hurricanes didn't have a lot of mistakes, yeah. especially on the back end, mm-hmm. like they did against um, Ottawa and against Buffalo. A lot of mistakes against Buffalo, even though I actually thought Carolina played better against Buffalo than they did last night, in my opinion. Yeah, and I think that's fair. So you, you just, at the end of the day, Carolina did what they needed to do tonight. They needed to win. Adam Gold said it on his podcast. They need to win these last two because he believes that Buffalo, that the Devils will win both. I agree. The Devils will probably beat the Caps. Caps are not good. They just aren't. So, Although they did win against the Islanders. But it's the Islanders. It's the Islanders. So, But, I mean... Again, New Jersey, again, should win against Washington. Yeah. But if you're saying that there is no easy game for Carolina, then you need to have that perspective on every other team that they might verse. And I think that's fair. This Washington game is not a guarantee for New Jersey, just nope. like there's no guarantee of us playing against the likes of Detroit. Which is accurate. That's just the reality of, of the thing, right? So... <sighs> Tonight, good step. You got to win. And you can't just, and you're right, you can't discount Washington. They still have Alexander Ovechkin, the greatest goal scorer of all time, right? He's there. He will put the puck in the back of the net if you, if you give him an opportunity to. So you just have to go in there and do it. And if you get stuck playing the Rangers, you need to play your game because it frustrates Patrick Kane and um, 
Tarasenko. Yeah. It and, frustrates and, them. And in fact, we have a blueprint of how Carolina beat them when they were at Madison Square Garden yeah. Yeah. a few weeks ago. And you'll have home ice. So you, you had it last time, but I truly, you know, you, you learn from your experiences, right? So I think Carolina would be in a good shape to frustrate Patrick Kane. And I think Patrick Kane might be hurt. I'd have to go back and look, but I think he's actually hurt right now. So that might be a player they don't have. Because I heard he's I'll struggling. go ahead and look, but keep keep talking. Either way, I think you've got if you have to play the Rangers, you play your game a suffocating defense and play in a way where the four check is key. That's gonna dog New Jersey in New York, whether they have Patrick Kane, Tarasenko healthy or not. And then if you get stuck playing the Panthers, you do the same thing there because they are similar style of play to the Rangers. They're going to try. He's healthy. He is healthy. Okay. Yeah. I saw something not too long ago that I thought maybe he was hurt. So you're going to go in and you got to, you got to do the same thing to, to the Florida Panthers. Now, if you're stuck playing Pittsburgh, I think the same style works, but if you're playing the Islanders, they play a similar style to you. But at the end of the day, your offense is better. Carolina's got the better forward group. For sure. Yes. So I think that's a, that's a series you win. I don't necessarily want to go up against Sorokin because he's good, but Carolina's proven they can beat them. And Carolina's had the Islanders number over the last couple of seasons. So I'm comfortable playing the Islanders. I'm comfortable playing Pittsburgh. I'm really com- I'm comfortable with if the team that showed up tonight shows up in game one, I'm going to be comfortable at least in the first round of the playoffs. I don't know about Boston. I know this team can go toe-to-toe with Boston because they've done it. But I think this team has played mostly pretty well against Boston, actually. And they did. You look at all three of those games. Carolina got, what was it? Uh, 1-0. I mean, we've won one game. And then we lost two in extra time. So they got four out of a possible six. That's not bad. No, I mean, you, if you take look that, at that in hindsight yeah. and how good Boston is. Yeah, and you and you competed in every game. It wasn't like a blowout. It never, neither game. Well, the Hurricanes actually kind of handily beat Boston and won, and then both games that Boston won had to be an extra time. So you just got to keep that in mind, right? Um, but Carolina needs to get to their game tonight. They played a very close, sim, you know, very similar to what they probably want to do. They need to perfect it just a little bit, right? again against Florida and then you need to take that and move it into the playoffs. So you take momentum in. you win tonight, you win on Thursday and you move into the game one, which will be Monday or Tuesday, right? Right around those times. But I'll tell you right now, this team can do good things even without Svetch, but you need to capable. They're, they're capable of going on a long run in the playoffs. I'm not going to discount that, but the, I mean, that's their potential. But can they hit that potential is a question that I have. Yeah, and that's what you need to wonder. As of right now, I have my doubts because I don't know if this is like an outlier game we saw tonight. And maybe Thursday they go back to their old ways of just not being good. But you do not know. <laughs> I am, I am, it's going to be a fun game. I'm glad we have off tomorrow night because I'm going to need it to just get restored because I'm going to be stressing out. I know all Hurricanes fans are going to be stressing out watching that game because it's the biggest game of the season. It's going to be big, no doubt. But uh, uh, what were your three stars tonight? Uh, So my three stars, I am going to probably say 
just looking at the game, I would say my third star is probably going to be Gossip Spare. Okay. I really liked Gossip Spare's game. I think that's fair. Uh, my second star is probably going to be someone on that KK line. I would say probably Nason. Okay. I, I again, I just think when you have Nason on the ice, boy, he has such a good game. He's an energizer on that line. Um, I thought, I mean, that line was really good overall. But I just thought Nason was more noticeable than KK. Now, I thought KK was pretty noticeable. But to me, definitely a little bit more noticeable than Natchez was. Okay. So, and then my first star, because he made a lot of pretty good saves. And that's Ronta. Okay, yeah. My my third star, Auntie Ronta. Second star, Auntie Ronta. First star, Auntie Ronta. Uh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, I can't cheating. do that. Yeah, I know, it's cheating. Third star, uh... I, I thought uh, his game was great in um, Yes, Barry, Coke, and Yemi. I thought he had a great game. Um, that line was good. He centered that line. He played very, very well. He got, a, he got I think, two points tonight. So I loved that. Um, then you had Jordan Martinoaks, my second star. I liked his game today. I thought he was fast. I thought he was at. I thought he was going at it. That stall line had a good game tonight. I thought Martinook was the best of the three uh, players on that line. And then first star, of course, is Auntie Ranta, who should be your starter on Thursday and will and has to be, has to be, I'm willing to bet money on it, will be your first starter, game one starter. He is clearly your better goaltender. If you choose not to start him, I have to seriously question that logic. It has to be Auntie Ranta. He is the best goaltender right now you have. He is the best. The stats show it. The games show it. He's been fantastic. Another unbelievable game tonight. Earned the first star in the building. Earned your first star and my first star. Well-deserved by Father Finn. Well, regardless of the game Thursday, it is the countdown to the playoffs. We'll see you guys in one week after the last game of the season. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Kaniac Report. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. Can't get enough of the Kaniac Report? For more content or to connect with the Sams, check them out on Instagram and Twitter at the Kaniac Report. We'll see you next time.